you watching uh, Faster? Obviously, I am watching Faster. How the fuck could you tell? Because the whole uh, beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is, um, he is a beautiful man. I will give him that. March 18th, 2011, 8.5-bit, episode 10. I'm your host, Stephen Lamb. With me tonight, I have Ian Maddie. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. J.D. <laughs> Viardo. Wow, is it episode 10 already? Yes, Holy it is. Holy crap. I know. Digits, baby. Shocking. Uh, Errol Reed. Sup. Sup. And the one, the only, the Mr. Baljo body. Uh, you might remember me from a previous episode whose number I can't remember. That was like six-ish. Okay. I, th- I think it was before that, man. I don't even know. It was, one of the, it, was one of, it was like the first episode when I wasn't here. So I like two-ish? Yeah, <laughs> potentially, yes. Yeah. So how are you guys doing this week? Meh. Yeah. Angry at my cell phone. Yeah, that's okay. Why are you angry at yourself, Errol? No, I'm not angry at myself. I'm angry at my cell phone. Why are you angry at your cell phone? You ever answer that thing? Or, you know, whenever I text you, you just ignore me or what? Yeah, for the most part, I just ignore you when you text. But no, it's because when I'm out at my parents' place, they live outside the city, so I get no coverage because they're in the bit of um, um, a depression, as it were, in the p- topography. So on the weekend... So on the weekend, when EB calls people to let them know that the pre-orders are going to be out on Tuesday, I don't get the call. So I just found out, apparently Yakuza 4 came out this week, and I had a fucking pre-order. You didn't know when your game came out? I don't pay attention to that shit. I wait for EB to call me, goddammit. Which one are you going to? They always, they always call the day before. No, uh, City Center, they call. They usually call the Saturday or the Sunday before, usually whenever they get the stock in. Yeah, I got the Dragon Age call on Saturday. I got the Dragon Age call on Sunday. Do you, ah. pre- do, you do pre-orders on Liquor Bell Show? Uh, no. Why not? <laughs> I don't really know. Like, I mean, Liquor doesn't really have a release date. Sure it does. It just arrives, really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ask, like, were you the only person in Canada to actually pre-order Yakuza 4? <laughs> Potentially, quite <laughs> possibly, yeah. I mean, I, I threw just like I only threw like five bucks on it, or I can't remember. Like, I have, I have about like six pre-orders on the go right now for games that are coming out. Like half of them, I don't even know when they come out. It's just oh, that shit's coming out. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a pre-order on that. So was it like? I mean, like some executive in Japan got a phone call and they're like, "Wow, somebody in Canada actually pre-ordered this game," and they're like, "Well, send them a bouquet of flowers and thirty-two virgins." Deserves it. <laughs> well, I'm still waiting for you're, the flowers. You're the reason why these games are released, Daryl. Just Absolutely, for you, man. I keep se- Sega exists for my gaming pleasure. I mean, the Yakuza games, the Total War games. They exist solely for my gaming pleasure. I'm gonna say this again. Uh, put your dick away. <laughs> <laughs> my wow. dick is still in the pants. Okay, doesn't mean you can't rub it through the pants. No, no, my hands are not anywhere near my pants. I don't know, I don't know where your mouth is then. Oh, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. My what about Total my War there, Earl? Did you pick I, that up on Tuesday? I didn't know. Oh. I didn't. Oh, I want to play that. Shogun 2? Hell yeah. Yeah. No, I, um... Yeah, this week I've been kind of busy outside of work, so I haven't had much time. I mean, I just stopped by, um... HMV today picked up a bunch of movies, 
But uh, tomorrow, I'm going to go and I'm going to grab Yakuza 4, Shogun 2, and potentially some other stuff as well. All right. Well, let's just jump right into it. What you guys been playing? What you guys been watching? Well, let's uh, start with our guest, uh, Baucho. Uh, what, what have you been playing? What have you been watching? Um, finished a bullet storm last week. Um, that was a all right game. I like that. I, I really enjoyed that one as well. Yeah, it was pleasantly surprising. Like it's got a layer of stupidity on it, but uh, the combat's actually a lot of fun. I think. What do you think? Uh, sequel or no? <laughs> More than likely, I think it's. I think it sold a decent amount of units. So probably. Yeah. Do you think it's worthy worthy of a sequel? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Well, you know, you get uh, some of those games out there that, you know, the characters, you know, although they sell really well, the games sell really well, nobody really cares about the characters. I found by the time that I finished it, I was, I had, I really enjoyed the characters that you played. They had a real life to them. It's surprising, actually. You wouldn't think so. And, but, but yeah, like, I agree that by the end of the game, you kind of, you kind of do care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I also play, I picked up Dragon Age 2. On the 360, uh, it's all right, I guess. I don't really know what to think about that game, but the actual RPG stuff is all right. And the combat, I just kind of button mash until I win. So <laughs> it's really how it works. Like my friend said, that the further you get in, like the more abilities you get, the little more complicated it gets. A little more. Fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's 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 tons of fun. What level are you? And what Me? are you playing right now? Yeah, uh, I'm a warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, like three hours into the game. Okay. Yeah. So still around before? No, I haven't hit level ten. Then I assume yes. I don't think so. No, no, probably not. Okay. Yeah. So what, yeah, what would what would you rank Bulletstorm there and give it a rating? Uh, well, if you if you read my article, <laughs> this I is a pop quiz exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I gave it a four out of five on that. Uh, in that okay, article, so. just checking, just checking your your journalistic integrity here. Well, you know, I my my main job is not journalistic integrity; it's to move units. Exactly, so if I sell some, exactly. If I why you're putting Xbox Back talk, to the Future? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I was the editor who did that. I gave, I gave her a picture to use, and she's like, "Fuck that! I'll just use the Xbox cover." And then when I lived over that there wasn't even an Xbox version of the game, she's like, I don't care. So For you guys that don't know, Valjo also writes for uh, the Nate newspaper, and I think it was two weeks ago, he wrote an article on Back to the Future, the Sonic games, and they put a picture of the box art for an Xbox version of the game, <laughs> and it has a little squares, that's what I'm pretty sure it's multiplayer on that, on that back box art. Oh, God. <laughs> so many mistakes, just in that one picture. Hey man, it's the Nate student newspaper. I know these things. That that's kind of par for the course. My brother used to work for Nate for a lot of years. I I yeah. Well, like it's it's really down to like our department to run the whole thing. I don't think anyone else in the school gives a shit. So it's really just us doing it. That why it's like radio and TV people in the hot single of the week. Well, I, technically, we're not supposed to use radio and TV people, so I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> hey, you know what? I know the girl who does the hot single of the week, like, every week. Yeah. So, if, if you want, I'll steer her your way. Yeah, steer her my way. I'm good at that. Okay, cool. I'll talk to <laughs> me, too. Yeah. 
Uh, um, I, I was in the newspaper last week, actually. Oh, really? What's up? Yeah, I was in there. Did they finally bust you? No. <laughs> no, I was in the Nate newspaper. <laughs> oh, oh. For so they finally bust. So they finally busted you. Yeah. I but guess then, so. like the community section helped the the, the lo- your local fob. Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, that, oh, that's just racism. racism. I love it. I will have you know, I was born in Prince George. There's no boat to get from Prince George to Edmonton. No, was, but there's was, a boat to get to Prince George. Zing! Prince George pretty far in the coast there. Oh, shit, that's Prince Rupert I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a picture of Stephen, and it's like, can you take this guy under your wing and localize him to Canada? <laughs> no, it's a... Uh, what do you think of Charlie Sheen? And I just put, what uh, would Charlie Sheen do? Nice. That's <laughs> how you got to well, live life, boys. Okay, well, you guys you guys must have heard, like, I'm assuming everyone here is from Edmonton. I'm not sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you guys must have heard of the Mark Twishel case, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, oh, that crazy fuck. Okay, so that guy is... But before you go on there, Bijou, okay. I think we should give our listeners a bit of background on this. Um, sure. Essentially, what this is, is this is a guy that's be Dexter. Film, a filmmaker here in Edmonton, uh, indie filmmaker, and uh, he has, apparently is charged with luring a guy on the internet, posing as a woman, luring a guy to his uh, garage, beating him over the head with a lead pipe, and then stabbing him to death and dismembering him and dumping it in a sewer. This happened a year and a half ago, and they somehow been able to connect it to him. And uh, yeah, I they, thought it was uh, his parents' garage, not his garage. I'm, it might be. I'm not too yeah. certain on that. Um, but uh, they just recently connected the murder with him, and there's notes and diary of his journey to become a serial killer. He was doing it almost as a method actor to find out what it felt like to be a serial killer for his next indie yeah, project. Yeah, because he was writing a film that was basically the the plot was basically what he had already done in real life. And the thing is, is that guy is a graduate of the program that I'm in right now. And so every time they show a picture of him in the newspaper, he's in the classroom that I'm in in the morning. Very creepy with like a camera or something looking straight at the camera like he's about to murder the person taking the picture. Like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this picture. It's in like the paper every day. And it's, it's the classroom that I'm in every single morning. Well, listeners, you hear it here hear first. Uh, Nate, the College of Alberta breeds serial killers. It's it's bizarre. It's like really, really weird. <laughs> do you guys, yeah, do you guys read about what is a yeah has a vanity plate? What's it's, his vanity plate? It's Dark Jedi. How much did the registry <laughs> laugh at him when he asked for that one? But you know, he he like I was reading the timeline. Apparently, he was making like a, a, a fan film, like a Star Wars fan film that was like gaining a lot of like attention on the internet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, I guess it didn't like go through. I'm not sure entirely if, if he actually got it made or not. But yeah, that guy's gonna fry. Well, as as much as someone in Canada could fry. So they'll uh, like, slap him on like this twice. Twelve years in prison, probably for killing a dude. Uh, I'm sure he'll make lots of friends in the shower room at prison. All right, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Errol, since you're uh, not present last week, what were you playing? I have been playing. Um, I've been continually going through New Vegas, just slowly doing it up. You know, uh, Dragon Age Two. 
which I have actually already beaten. I'm on my second playthrough and doing as a, a different build. First time I went through as a male dual-wielding rogue. I was quite dashing, actually. It was pretty sweet. Uh, this time I'm going through as the female mage. And there's surprise, there's actually um, some really nice differences between just changing your character build and just how people react to you and um, the companions that you get. Well, really, just the, the one companion difference. I'm not going to spill anything because I know that you guys yell at me when I give out spoilers, but you know. You're a spoiler. Your mom's a spoiler. You mean uh, watching anything, playing anything else? Uh, well, aside from that, um, uh, well, since it's, it's been a while since I've been on, so I mean, yeah, uh, I've been playing, uh, I was playing a fair bit of Alpha Protocol, went through that as the, uh, the recruit, uh, build, so it that? unlocks the veteran build. It's, it's good, like, Ian, having it in your, your top five list, whatever, for 2010, mm-hmm. very, you know, like, kudos, very well done. Yeah, I, I can understand some of, like, uh, Steve, you're complaining with it, with like the execution of it, but I didn't find it that bad. Like, so, uh, would you say? Are you playing it on the PC? No, 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 360. Mm, okay, is yeah, it I, actually playable on the 360? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I just like I heard the... like there. Were... Go ahead. Well, I had heard that there were just like lots of bugs um, for the 360 that made it kind of unplayable. So no, that's I... why I stayed away. But but I always wanted to play it. So yeah, you know, no, no, it it's, fun... it's good. Like, I I. <laughs> I didn't even really notice any bugs. Like it's it it played through fine for me. Uh, cool. Yeah, it's very like man, you you never know how that thing's gonna end up because like your choices and the decisions and the further down the line, it's it's pretty intense, mind-boggling in some ways. Yeah, I played through it on the PS3. I didn't notice too many issues with it. One of the issues that I did find was uh, the the way that the game progresses. Uh, if you went, you have a choice of going to three different areas uh, early after in the game. After the first area. Yeah, after the first, like after your training mission and, and such. Uh, if you go into uh, the one area, I was going playing as a espionage stealth type character. Yeah. Um, I went into, I believe it was Hong Kong. And Taipei. The, Taipei, yeah. The boss yeah. character there, uh, he is not very... Um, Stealth, fr- stealth friendly, like to fight against him. It, because he uses stealth. <laughs> well, he uses stealth, but he also the whole uh, basis there is you're not to go up against him unless you're a more higher powered character or you like specialize in the shotgun with some of the other more brute force characters. Just because of the way that he attacks and the speed, you can't. Re- there's no real hope that you have against him. It took me really probably I... forty or fifty tries to get it. Well, no, I mean, I took, I, I did Taipei first run, I did Taipei first, and my guy, my build, because I mean, as a recruit, you start off with zero skill points, so you're at a disadvantage at the beginning, for a fair bit, like, you're at a fair disadvantage for most of the game, and my guy was um, stealth, sabotage, and assault rifles, and I didn't have any problem taking down Omen. Well, I didn't, spe- I spec'd out mainly in pistols. Oh. Well, the thing is, if you go to pistol, then you get, like, that the, the, um, the, the skill is, like, you know, you get, time slows down, you get to mark, like, so many shots, so you could essentially mark, like, three or four critical hits to the head, and then you just go, pow, 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 and then the guy's down to, like, half health. Yeah, but, you know, the, the problem there is that he's, 
you couldn't mark that like very quickly uh, with wow. my build, my spec build. Oh, okay, least, just your because just your spec mine build. mine was more broadly based across. Okay. more of the more of the stealth. I was building up more and more higher rating in the stealth. Okay. rather than in the weapons, because my whole design of my character was I oh, go stealth. in. I'm I'm basically you don't see me. I take down guys with minimal uh, kills, yeah. minimal yeah. death, mostly, and walk mostly out. A, yeah, a lot of. A lot of hand to hand without actually specking hand to hand. Exactly. Like, yeah. No. No. I, I get that. I did a lot of that too. But you still, you know, because I remember the first uh, that was the second time I played through it or attempted to first time I actually went all the way through it. But the second attempt at the game, I started in Taipei. First time I started in Russia, and fuck, man, that one boss man with the the dual um, submachine guns and the knives, and he starts coking himself up, and then he gets stronger and faster as the as the fight progresses. Use God drugs, damn. guys. Use drugs to get stronger and faster. No, 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 no. That's why you go to Taipei first. Make friends with uh, Stephen Hack, the Nolan North character, and then when you get time to actually go to Moscow, you send him an email like, hey, buddy, can you um, send this Russian mobster a bunch of um, poisoned cocaine? <laughs> and then, yeah, it counteracts it, and he actually damages himself whenever he snorts up. Oh, that's pretty cool. I know, I know. That's... Well, the the one thing, the way that I looked at the game, and the reason why it uh, got into my top five of last year was because of the intricate web of uh, connections with the game. Decisions you made at the beginning of the game had dramatic effects on even, right up through until the end of the game. Um, yep. It would basically be you know they, you'd meet up with a character if you uh, allied yourself with them or if you pissed them off, that would open up or close down an entire avenue of gameplay to you. Of mm-hmm. characters you could meet, characters you could befriend, and and the like, and then yeah, that then you would go to another spot, and but it, depending on what your your interactions with the first character, like there was an arms dealer, you have the choice of you know re, uh, setting him free of killing him or uh, shipping him to jail. Yeah, <laughs> you mean um, not jail, some little hole where he's going to get waterboarded. <laughs> essentially, yeah. So depending on how you react to there, like if you um, if you kill him or if you arrest him, uh, your that affects how the rest of the the characters in the game will see you and how the rest of the factions will see you. Well, and like also my, how well armed that same faction is in later missions. Exactly. So like if if you decide to say okay, I'm going to go, let, I'm going to let you free. That what that means is enemies will be potentially um, better better armed. armed but you at this and the <clears throat> but you'll have connections into the to get some of those weapons as well and they may not some factions may uh, turn around and and aid you i actually had that where one of the en- i turned one of the entire enemy factions totally to my side and they would just ignore me or fight next to me um if you killed him that meant the enemies on the other side they would have less weaponry but you would lose the connections to those side as well, to the oh, yeah, underground as well the so web the, yeah it was it was incredibly in depth and i really enjoyed that about it yeah but anyway moving on all right jd um hmm, haven't been playing a whole lot i was playing killzone 3 for a bit uh, I got about halfway through, um, and kind of stopped for a bit, and then Dragon Age 2 came out. And I'm now on Act 3, or just starting Act 3, with a female rogue. Um, Dual weapon or really... archery? Sorry? Dual weapon or archery? Dual weapon. Nice. Uh, didn't go really archery, I, I don't know, I, I was archery in the last game, and uh, yeah. 
I just wanted to try to do a weapon instead yeah. for this one. So, did you get the uh, the signature edition? I did. Yeah, so you have Sebastian and I do. Mabari and I never use a Mabari. The, the Mabari comes in handy. Does it really? Yeah, man, cause it's a sustained talent. True. So, you know, it, it it actually really comes in handy, especially in some of the um, some of the the boss fights because he aggro's like crazy. Yeah. True. Yeah. Did you uh? Did you 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 obviously beat it, right? So yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but one of the bosses obviously um did did you run into one where he all of a sudden he just stops moving? Oh, you mean like that that video you posted on Facebook? Absolutely. No man, I, like, I, had, no, I had no problem with that. <clears throat> really? Because basically, what I did was uh, a rogue has this kind of um <laughs> decoy ability, and it, it you can basically create a decoy and. Um, it's got its own HP and whatever. Decoy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, eventually, it just it just disappears after its HP runs out. Yeah. After you know the boss starts starts whacking it and depleting its HP. Anyways, <laughs> the boss it starts whacking and the boss just kind of stopped. Huh. It stopped moving altogether. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, I'll just keep wailing on this boss, and this boss would not move. So basically, it just died by me so, wailing on it for like an hour. Yeah. No. 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 That that fight. I um. I. Uh, well, not to give any spoilers, but I declined his uh, his uh, demand, so there was a lot of death in that fight. Oh yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. But I destroyed him. Nice. How long does that? Uh, how long does that game take to finish? Uh, you know what? Give me a second. I'll pop in my game and I'll see how long it actually took for the <laughs> um, final save, and I'll tell you how long. And I did pretty well everything. Like pretty well everything. Doesn't right. seem like it's a long game at all. It, it it's it. I don't know. In, in a lot of ways, it feels a lot shorter than Dragon Age One, but because I mean, there's fewer areas. But yeah. also, I mean, the 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 variety of the quests was actually kind of nice. Like, well, I you know you have like the your main quests, your sub quests or side quests or secondary whatever. Yeah, main quest, secondary quest, companion quest and then side quests which are just like, "Oh, I found an item. I should probably return it to the owner." Yeah. All right, while uh, Errol looks set up, Ian, what you been playing? Uh, well, uh, for the most part <coughs> it has been uh, Dragon Age 2. Uh, <laughs> I've sunk a lot of time in that since we last talked last week. I think I'm up about 18, 19 hours. Um, haven't left qu- uh, Act 1 yet. Uh, <laughs> I still have quests to do. Wow. So I, you know, I haven't been farting around. How, how, I, uh, uh, you I must am, have missed a whole shit ton of stuff there, Carl. No, no, no. The, uh, there may have been a couple of quests that I missed because of one decision I made, which essentially cut me off from further quests of that line. Maybe. I, I mean, I'm still well, going through with quests. I mean, I've been... This is uh, all secondary stuff and uh, yeah. side quests and all that good no, no, stuff. No, no, I get that. I mean, but I mean, I did everything that I came across. It could just be that I'm that much more legendary than you, but you know. Well, it depends. What uh, level did you end up with? Uh, just give me one second. I will switch character. I'm on okay. Hey, Ian. Yeah. Did you find it kind of odd, like, okay. uh, time not having, haven't been able to uh, change, your, whoops, change your character's uh, equipment? Like, you can change your main character's equipment, but everybody else, yeah. you don't really have to. 
Yeah. The- Actually, I was reading uh, a bit up on that because I, I found really odd and I was starting to stockpile equipment. You do not, your secondary <laughs> characters, they choose their own armor to wear. You can give yeah. them accessories, but yeah. the helmets and gloves and yeah, armor and boots. Here, but there are upgrades that you can buy or find. So do you guys find like you weren't really having to micromanage your, your team at all? No. Not no. yeah, like not really. Like, no. I'm, I I'm I barely never, touching like my team stuff. Like I haven't I haven't like I'm not setting up battles or anything like that. And like it just makes me wonder like am I supposed to be doing the combat differently or what? Okay, I'm a level twenty four. I'm at my last save. I'm a level twenty four rogue. Forty forty two hours. I've spent more time on that in Marvel's Capcom three. <laughs> I mean, I'm right now. I'm still, like I say, I'm still in Act One. Um, logged in, logged in about 19 hours, and I'm sitting at level 25. I, that seems. I'm at 36. Act Three. So I mean, I someone must not, must have missed a shit ton of quests. That's no, all that's I'm saying. I, I I didn't. That's the thing. I just must be that legendary, and I just powered through this shit. Or the game scales really well. It does, actually. It does scale really well. Uh, that's one thing that I do have to say positive about it, is that when you get attacked by a cluster of enemies, or you're attacking them, uh, the first wave I can generally wipe out fairly quickly, and what happens is then it sends in a second wave from access points around on the sides of the map, like extra entryways. And a lot of the time, what will end up happening is they come up and they end up flanking you because you tend to be either in the middle or off to one side. And they'll show up, start coming in from behind you, which myself, I'm playing a mage, can be very troublesome. (laughs) Yeah. Because all of a sudden you got a bunch of guys uh, wailing on your back door when you're, you know, concentrated and everything that's going on in the middle because the mage... Two words, my friend. Two words. Upgraded mind blast. Oh yeah. Oh no. I I I told I have everything like that. Like I say, I'm like level 25 right now. Um, but yeah, the one downside that I'm really getting tired of is how they reuse uh, the scenery. Yeah. They have maybe about the maps. The maps. Yeah, exactly. They have about four or five different maps, and there's the the mansion map, the dungeon or the cave map, the <laughs> uh, what other ones? Um, like the the hillside map. And the map, it's just, map. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're identical. The hell was that? Yeah. Sorry, that was my phone. Okay. <laughs> uh, they're identical carbon copies of one another. Yeah, that, I, that's... That, yeah, that... That's actually uh, the one sticking point. That's almost... That's almost, not, I'm not going to say a deal breaker for me, but I mean, that is a serious, like, Bioware, this is Bioware, they should fucking know better. They got doctors and shit, they should know better. I know, exactly. <laughs> they got yeah. doctors and shit, and they got like, you know, now they're all flush with mad EA money, so they should be, you know, like... Well, I mean, they, they, they worked so hard on improving all these other aspects of this game. But then, the, for then they, just reusing maps... Yeah, I mean, and the the one thing I mean, I, I can get understand. Okay, you're going to reuse, reuse maps. All right, I will let you have that, but do not show the f- entire map that you're using on the side, and then put. Oh, well, you can't go in through this door, even yeah. though there's a, an entire corridor that leads off behind this door on your yeah. little mini map. 
we're not going to let you go past that source. Oh, then you spend the next 10 minutes trying to walk around. Like, oh, there must be another secret passage to get in this way. No, it's, yeah, no. And the thing is, I mean, they having, like, the main areas, like, you know, Kirkwall, Sundermount, Wounded Coast, you know, uh, the Bone Pit, those, having those, like, main areas, using them over and over again, because, I mean, the entire story takes place over, like, a 10-year span. So you're going to go back to these places. I get that. But it's, like, the, the little one-time visit places, like, um, well, you know, for the mostly, like, the companion sub-quests and stuff like that, where you say, you know, oh, um, like, with, um, with uh, Aveline's first quest, where you have to go, like, ambush the raiders out in the mountains, you know, where they have, like, this little area off to the side that you couldn't go there once but once you leave you can't go back kind of deal stuff like oh, that yeah. they generate they should generate new well not i mean they could have the same style of area because it's going to like you know it's oh it's by sundermount okay so the the scenery is going to look similar to sundermount but just yeah don't i'm with you on on this one where they're just yeah. using carbon copy maps and just closing off different sections at different times that's that's cheap yeah, just change the layout. I mean, the one thing that I really I, I noticed, I walked in on uh, JD playing at once, and I looked, and it's like, oh, that's the bone pit. I, that's yeah. where I'm at right now. And, it's like, you know, and it was a totally it's different like, no, area that you were in. It was not the bone pit. I mean, the bone pit same. isn't. But there was a pit full of bones, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, it, it looked like a bone pit, exactly. But it wasn't, it wasn't a bone pit. It was another mission. Altogether. It wasn't the bone pit. It was a bone pit. Sure. All right. Anything else you've been playing? Uh, I tried out the demo for uh, Scrap Bot Stackers. Um, pretty hectic multiplayer game. Uh, it's sort of like a cross between uh, Tetris and a fighter. Hmm. If so, you believe like, that, you tell the pieces punch each other. Uh, well, you you play a character that that can fly with like a jetpack on his back and. You, there's little flying enemies that you have to attack to get Tetris-like pieces, which you drop into your Tetris-like box, and you create like two by two, four by four blocks, and of the same color, that creates a weapon, which then attacks your opponent's little stacking box area, and the winner is the one who destroys the other opponent's weaponry first. Now, your guy that's flying around, you can go and punch the other guy, the other flying guy, and kill him to, start, to get, delay him from being able to get more pieces and drop them down into his tower. <coughs> it's, a, it's a very interesting game. It's, apparently, it's a four-player co-op, a couch co-op, not online, though, which is kind of interesting that uh, it would do that. It's a PlayStation, like, a DLC, downloadable game. I don't know if it's on another console, though. So. A lot of the companies now are trying to do that whole couch co-op thing now. It's like, oh, we're trying to bring it back. Bring back the system link? Yeah, they're trying to bring back the whole, you know, being in the same room thing. And I think it's good point, personally. Kind of, yeah, yeah, like, I, I think it should be included, but it should be online as well, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think there should definitely be a bit more of a push towards couch co-op for some of these games, because, that, you know, there's something... For, that, uh, you know, sitting around with three other people and playing a game like um, or, uh, or like Pilgrim vs. the World or... Um, Castle Crashers. 
Yeah, Castle Crash. Well, the thing is, there, there's even games, though, that they're like, no, we're not doing online co-op because we want you to sit there on the couch with your friends, which is just, well, I don't know why, like, but the Bionic Commander Rearm 2, is actually, there is no online play, apparently. It's just uh, local that's, co-op only. That's bizarre. Yeah, and it's like, their reasoning is like, yeah, we want it to be, like, you know, actually sitting in the same room, getting that experience. It's like, well... You know, or, at the very least, two by two, you know? You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, two people on one system, two people on another. So it's like split screen. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely like the couch co-op better than the online for some games. Like, for, like, Scott Pilgrim, for example. Uh, another one that comes to mind is, like, Motorstorm. Motorstorm. I mean, it's, uh, the racing games like that, you know, I think they... Oh, yeah. Sell in the coach, coach co-op. Because those are the kind of games that you don't want to just, you know, uh, scream at your... Uh, your friends saying, "What the hell? Why the hell?" You know, you just force me into off the cliff. You want to you be know. able to reach over and smack the controller out of their hand, then watch them drive off the cliff while you laugh maniacally at them and drive past them. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you only play fighting games with the other exactly. person in the room with you, so that when they do the leg sweep three times in a row, you can punch their fucking lights out. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, well, you just suck if you're getting hit by the leg sweep three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like someone's speaking from experience here. All right, it's a house rule. You can't do the same move three times in a row. <laughs> don't don't ever play Marvel vs. Capcom three. <laughs> you just air comboed me three times in the row. Can't do that anymore. All right, uh, myself. Uh, Black Ops, the uh, DLC for PlayStation came out, so I've uh, been playing a bit of that. Uh, do you ever get that for uh, Xbox or Bajo? The, uh, uh Not the DLC. No? Or no, I did get the DLC, actually. Yes, I did. Yeah? How'd you like it? Uh, it's alright. I don't like that stadium map. But Me the neither. <laughs> yeah, the stadium map's kind of garbage. But the other two are pretty good, I think. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Marvel's Capcom 3, the uh, DLC came out on Tuesday, so I've been playing a lot of that. <laughs> I think, I clocked, I, think I clocked like 50 hours into my game now so far. <laughs> well done. Yeah, like 20 on my PlayStation, about 30 on my Xbox. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sick. That is. That is. I have to say, though, um, the DLC, the two characters, grossly overpriced. Uh, five bucks for five bucks a piece. Yeah. That is, that's ridiculously priced, in my opinion. It's pretty yeah, it's pretty high, but it, it, you bought the special edition, it comes with the special edition, so I didn't what? Yeah. like how many characters come in the vanilla game? Uh thirty six. Thirty six for a sixty dollar game and then they charge you ten dollars for two new characters? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, I, th- I thought it would have been five dollars for the two of them. I mean uh, that yeah, I think would have been piece been acceptable but they want it's two separate transactions and it's five dollars a piece i mean i think the only reason why they did that is because they knew they wouldn't be able if they said okay we want ten dollars for the bundle of the two people would say no yeah probably yeah probably yeah you uh you play it at all there uh, jd uh not lately no i should be but i haven't been lately yeah you should be yeah <laughs> your brother hasn't been on lately either so Kind of weird. Uh, he's been working a lot, so... Oh. Uh. All right, so that's what I've been doing. Uh, yeah, so moving on. Let's just jump into uh, new releases for the week of March 21st. Yes, March 21st. 
Dissidia012 Duodicium Duodicacum Can I go and buy that right now? Uh, no, you cannot. You need to... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I kind of want to just go up to EV like, I, can I get a copy of uh, 012 Duodicacum, please? <laughs> Uh, anyone going to pick that up? Sony PlayStation or PSP? I don't even yes. I have Dissidia, but I got it as the download, and I got a really good deal on it, too. I waited till it was on sale, so I think I maybe logged maybe 10 hours on it in like the months and months that I've had it. I've done less than 10 hours on the first one, and I bought the UMD for like 10 bucks or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I bought the UMD uh, on release date, and um, I just don't like the fighter. Yeah, I do not like it. So I'm I played it a lot. So I can't really lie. I played it a lot. So yeah. All right, uh, The Sims Medieval, Mac OS 10, 10.5 Leopard. Hey, you can buy a game for your system now, Mal Show. Congratulations! You know you can be a Sim in medieval times. Put a guillotine right next to your oven or your fireplace or fire pit. I don't know. Can I build a moat? Can I build a moat and just take away the exit? That would be awesome. I have no idea, but I haven't played The Sims for a long period since like yeah, Sims 2. I haven't, I haven't played The Sims since uh, I think 3 came out. I wonder if you're allowed to just, like, slaughter your neighbor and take his shit. There was like no law back then, right? Yeah, that is pretty medieval. Well, you got to put the guillotine at the head of the bed. Yeah. Cross yeah. and turn a little too much. What Are you like allowed to just... like? grab girls, because back then, you know, women didn't have rights, right? You could just take them and do whatever you wanted with them. Well, see, what sure. you gotta do What you gotta do is get to be a, 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 a lord or a baron or something like that, and then get slaves. <laughs> baron of your neighborhood. Oh, that'd be awesome, getting slaves, too? Yeah. Well, yeah, you get slaves and peasants. You know, you get peasants out in the backyard, working the fields. Go out there with a whip. Now, see, so if, if they're, like, slaves, they're actually called serfs. Yeah. Well, either way. Thank you, Professor. I think the way that this game probably works is like it's just a shitty version of uh, Stronghold. So, yeah. it seems like well, that's let's see here. Classic The Sims gameplay set in an exciting medieval European setting full of adventure, drama, and romance. Gameplay required a balance between the day-to-day wants and needs of Sims heroes as well as the quest required of them and the declared goals of the kingdom. Light RPG gameplay as players create heroes, send them an epic quest, and level up their skills and, ab- and abilities. Yeah. I wonder if you can Light. play like a bar wench. Light RPGs. You know, you, you, know, you get your, your job classes. I want to be a surf. I wonder if you're actually allowed. Like, I know in the old ones, like, you had aspirations and stuff. It's like, what if your aspiration is just to not be a slave anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Or if you were a slave, like, you just not get anything. You just, oh, you don't actually get to build your house or do furniture or anything. You just wake up, go to work, and go back to bed. And they don't really, they don't really care if you piss yourself or shit yourself or die or anything like that. <laughs> That's life. That's life. All right, Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars, coming on in everything. March 22nd. Uh, Dynasty Wars 7 on PlayStation 3, because they needed six more of those games. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no, because aren't there like the aren't there like the different Dynasty Warriors? Isn't there like the Dynasty Warriors Gundam? Yeah, Gundam. Yeah. Then they got Samurai Warriors. And then Is there Empire. seriously a, a Gundam Dynasty Warriors? There, there, there's more than one. It was a launch title for PlayStation Three, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yep. 
There's been multiple Gundam ones. So I think there's like four or five of them now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, ah, good old Gundam. Oh, wait, the launch that. title for the Gundam one wasn't the Dynasty Wars one. It was just nope. Gundam. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Gundam one came out very shortly after, though. Yeah. Within they, the first year. I think that same company just released that one with the crazy anime style on it. The uh, Warriors of Rachi or something like that. Or no. Oh, Basara or something like that? Yeah, Basara. Oh, yes. that's that's by Capcom. That's by Capcom? Oh. Sengoku Basara. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Not exactly Namco. the same game. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Just, just keep keep pressing X until everyone's dead. Yeah. Uh, Rayman, Nintendo 3DS. Did that actually come out yet? No. So That's the 27th. It's the following week. All right. Everyone, buy your games for your system before you get this system. You're going to get a... You're getting a 3DS or Bell Show? Uh, probably not. Good. If you had the money, would you buy one? I don't think so, because I have my DSi and I haven't touched it in a long, long time. I literally have no idea where my DS is. <laughs> I, it's, I don't want to get into like the whole thing here, but it just seems ridiculous to release uh, like such an expensive handheld. And Sony's doing the same thing, and I mean, uh, I can't wait for that thing to flop terribly. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I don't know, it's just like, in this day and age of smartphones that just do everything you want and can play games, like, why would you really want something like the 3DS or the NJP or whatever it's called? NGP. NGP, sorry. Well, I think with, like, uh, to play devil's advocate on that, uh, the 3DS, the whole thing is the, the, well, the 3D effect, (laughs) and that's the biggest thing on that, and I think it's, you know, going to bomb sort of like the DSi did um personally because you know it's all they're doing right now is they're re-releasing uh classic titles but in 3d and that's the big yeah i mean you've seen like that launch lineup it does not doesn't look impressive at all no Uh, we got rayman come on guys rayman (laughs) lego star wars 3 the clone wars yeah that's coming on everything yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean i i i I really don't think that the uh the 3ds will be anything special i mean i remember the dsi it claimed oh there'll be dsi specific software for it that en- enables like the, the extra power of it and there hasn't been a single game that used that Fuck it, the notepads <laughs> <laughs> my notepad my notepad onyx i like uh, my notepad pearl all right yeah. uh, as in but in defense of the ngp um with what Everything that sounds like what's going to be happening there is it's going to be, uh, you can, especially with cloud saves with the PlayStation now, from what it sounds like is, is you'll be able to start a game on the PlayStation, upload the save into the cloud, download it onto your NGP, play it on the go, load it back up into the cloud, and then continue the game on your PS3. The thing, the thing of cloud, though, is uh, you would actually need a connection on your NGP. Yeah. yeah. Like a <laughs> constant <laughs> connection. There is the 3G model, uh, the 3G, is it 3G? Yeah, 3G. That, uh, then you're paying, like, and, yeah. and I'm estimating here, but I'm guessing it's going to be something like $500 uh, for the initial device for the 3, 3G model, and then, I don't and know. And your data plan, which is going to be data 20, plan 20 bucks a month for, like, 500 megs. Really, like, who can afford that, really? No, I can, but... Uh, I can. Point. <laughs> <laughs> um, alongside your cell phone bill and everything else. Like, really, are you going to be carrying that with you, too? Well, there is the, the speculation that uh, Sony might do something 
uh, pardon me, Sony might do something like uh, what Amazon did with the Kindle and actually subsidize the, the 3G because the Kindle has uh, wi- Wi-Fi anywhere, but it's actually free Wi-Fi to get uh, to have connection with that. So, I mean, the Sony might do something in that regard for accessing the cloud with uh, the saves, save files and that, whereas Vol 9 Multiplayer, they, you might plan They might, but knowing Sony, yeah. they're not. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, this is all speculation right now. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with it, but... Uh, and as, as for, like, the connectivity, like, I mean, I remember when the PSP was coming out, they were promising some, like, crazy connectivity between oh, PSP and, and, your, and your Sony, uh, your, homes, your Sony home system. Well, they actually capitalized on that, not as much as they uh, touted when it was first coming out. Like, when yeah. they first touted it, it was like, uh, because I was at the, actually the uh, TGS press conference uh, back in 2006 at the actual launch party for oh, the really? PlayStation 3. And uh, in the keynote, what they were talking about was um, connecting, like playing, like, uh, it was a soccer game, like win- 7 winning 11 or something like that. Yeah. Um, but what it was is that you'd start, you, you could host the game on the PlayStation, and then other people with PSPs could then connect to your PlayStation and play individual characters on your <laughs> team. And furthermore, other PlayStations could link into your PlayStation as spectators or other players as well. I mean, the, the, it does have the power there. I mean, they, they did actually get it so that the PlayStation can uh, remotely access anything on your PlayStation uh, from anywhere in the world can turn it on and there are some games that that you can play off of the PlayStation disc on your place on your PSP wherever like yeah. when you're out and about uh, not very many companies utilize that uh, and I think that's because of the the install base of the PSP mainly it always seemed like like the one thing I always remember is that you could use your PSP as like a rear view mirror for a driving game that you were playing on your PS3 yeah like, that really, was another one that's like the best the uh, best uh, like concept for connectivity that they could come up with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that, that was one uh, thing that uh, Nintendo kind of pioneered with the uh, Game Boy and the GameCube, uh, the yeah. Game Boy Advance. Um, another uh, option that, uh, that was uh, touted was for football games, like putting in the, the plays on the, your PSP as a secondary controller. Uh, for the PS3. And again, I mean, that didn't uh, pan out as much. Again, I think it may have been because of the connect- the uh, install base as well as the lack of dual analog sticks. I think if there was dual analog sticks on the PSP originally, that yeah. there could have been a lot more that could have gone further. I think a lot more companies might have actually looked at the possibility of using it as a uh, secondary controller. Yeah, probably, but they never did. So, <laughs> yeah, it was it was wasted potential, really. Yeah, yeah and exactly. they just they just it just seems like they haven't learned their lesson at all, really. Tony has so much money. He's like, yeah, we're not going to learn a lesson. We're never going to learn a lesson. We're just going to. Well, yeah. <laughs> you could say the same with Nintendo. I mean, oh. like, like yeah. the the wheel, the the gun adapter. We speak the 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 camera that they put out there. <laughs> yeah, mean, the one game that we speaks worked with the Animal Crossing. We <laughs> Motion Plus. There's a prime one. Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> our system sucked before. Let's make it better now. You got to pay money. <laughs> I mean, it, they, they've touted you know uh, greater connectivity, and there's two fucking games out there that uses Wii Motion Plus. And I mean, yeah. they're even you know that it just drives me mental with that sort of shit. All right, moving on. But, Next, yeah. uh, Tomb Raider trilogy, March twenty second. Uh, let's see, PS two thousand eleven, Nintendo three DS. 
to get your soccer in 3D. The Sims 3, Nintendo 3DS, uh, more Sims. Uh, 3DS, Ghost Recon, Shadow Wars, Monster Tail, Nintendo DS, not the 3DS, just the regular DS. Combat of Giants, Dinosaurs, because dinosaurs weren't giants, you gotta add that in there. Nintendo 3DS, just to make sure. Mayhem 3D, pretty sure this game's in 3D, guys. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what else here. Madden NFL football Nintendo 3DS. Is that in 3D? Uh, it's on the 3DS. So it should be in 3D. <laughs> I don't know, man. It didn't say 3D in the title. Yeah, they really gotta. You, you know, know I, I can't buy that. It's not in 3D. This is an interesting one here. WWE All Stars Brawl Stick for the, for the Xbox. Nice All Star Brawl Stick. So they're making uh, joysticks now for the wrestling, wrestling games. Because <laughs> really, that's. Re- Required. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure that, you know, WWE is really popular in Japan. That's why they have the Japanese button layout and Japanese ball top. Actually, it is really big in Japan. I don't know why then. <laughs> I... <laughs> uh, the Blob, the Underground, Xbox 360, uh, more controllers, WWE All Stars Brawl Pack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Asphalt 3D. Nintendo 3DS. A it almost, of, sound, it almost sounds like we're... Uh, shit, too, so... It sounds like we're getting back into the age of the plastic peripheral. Yeah, there's a lot of peripherals coming out this week, too. Well, I mean, that with, like, all the, the, the arcade sticks. I mean, there's uh, the Street Fighter arcade sticks where, like, the well, brought, started bringing them back. Then there was the... The you know the Marvel arcade sticks. Now there's the cat, uh, Mortal Kombat and the WWE. Well, they're, arcade. they're all they're all essentially the same thing, except for the Mortal Kombat one. The button layout's different. Uh, all the other ones, it's the same body and everything, just different artwork on it. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like it just almost seems like it's coming back in full force. Yeah, arcade stick, which is you know I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, on the one hand, yay, great, I love an arcade. I love arcade sticks. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time. Do we really need all these uh, flooding the system, flooding the market? Yeah, probably not. Uh, there's also a product called Nintendo 3DS Comfort Grip Question Mark White. <laughs> question Mark. I think the Question Mark sells it for me. It, that's exactly what it says. Nintendo 3DS Comfort Grip Space Question Mark Space White. You know, because they're not exactly sure what it is. You're right. Uh, there's not even a photo of it. No image available. <laughs> Made by okay, made by Dream Gear. Let's go to the Dream Gear website. I'm pretty sure that's just a typo. They held shift, but still. <laughs> All right. Oh, they also have a Nintendo 3DS Comfort Grip question mark clear. And let's see if there's another one. Uh, Nintendo 3DS Comfort Grip question mark black. So they're really not sure what they're doing. I, I think I think what it is is they're not really sure if it's comfortable yet. They're gonna let you're gonna put these out in the market, and see how they or sell. Or if they're not sure if it's then... a grip. Yeah, <laughs> comfort grip. All right, so let's move into the news here. Uh, not that much for this week. Uh, did you guys uh, see this? River City Ransom Two and it's coming to console and PC. Wow, really? Yep, River City Ransom Two. Yeah, I saw nice. that. I, I, I loved that game. That was, uh, game was yeah. Awesome game. Never heard of it. What? Terrible. You, you've heard of it, Baljo? River City Ransom? Kind of. Kind of blasphemy. What about uh, Super Dodgeball? 
That was yeah. great. That was a great game. Ricky and Kuno. Uh, well, Japanese developer Miracle Kids is apparently doing it. Uh, they don't actually say which which consoles, but PC and consoles. <coughs> well, that's, that generally means all of them. Yeah, it generally means all of them. Yeah, unless one of the, like, uh, Microsoft or Sony go- steps in and says, no, we want an exclusive on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see what else we got here. Yeah, we're seeing Ransom. Awesome. Yeah, I'm so uh, looking forward to that. I mean, yeah. I was just thinking about that game the other night, uh, like, playing it. I remember back back in the day, it was a nice, good couch co-op. Uh, me and uh, a close friend of mine, we found an area that we basically would we'd go in. It was right outside of a shop, a like, uh, shopping district. We'd go into the area. We'd beat the crap out of all the enemies. They would drop their, their money. And then we'd beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> Whoever uh, walked away with the most money was the winner. Then we'd go back into the other screen. That would automatically find uh, yeah. the other character and then come back and we'd do it all over again. My and brother you know, and I used to do that too. Yeah, it was Probably great for farming areas. cash. But you know, at the same time, it was... It was all, you know. It was funny because you know it was a, a tense standoff until the enemies were dead. Who would turn? Who would turn first? <laughs> all right. Let's see what else we got here. Angry Birds dev declares console games dying. <laughs> Rivio's own mighty ego Peter Vesterbaka is out ruffling feathers again following his jovial turn contentious talk at the game's developer conference. Vesterbaka came loaded for. Bear at South by Southwest Interactive in Texas this weekend at a panel moderated by VentureBeat. Vesterbaka continued his thread on mobile gaming's being an exciting place full of innovation, which is something tough to argue against. However, Vesterbaka went on to declare that console games are dying and the idea of paying $50 for a game is going the way of the dodo. <laughs> How stupid is this guy? <laughs> hey, do, you guys, do you guys get it? Ruffling feathers? Do you guys get it? <laughs> Going oh, the way of mighty eagle. <laughs> mighty eagle. Oh, man, how, how many bird puns could they just stick into that one? In that one little blurb. There, there's still actually about half the article left here. I just don't want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think that he's becoming a victim of his own arrogance and self-importance. I mean, the, there was an article I read that, or saw the title of it. I didn't bother reading it. That uh, Angry Birds has. Uh, uh, been downloaded more than a hundred million times, which is you know no small feat and impressive. Yeah. But I mean, I when wouldn't. You're pay- giving something away for free too. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's free on Android phones. You got to pay for it on iPod and all the other it's platforms. Like, it even still is like ninety nine cents, right? Yeah, ninety nine cents. That's the thing, they, though. They still make ad revenue on the Android yeah. versions. Yeah, ninety nine cents. I wouldn't pay ninety nine cents for that game. It's it's weird because like I wouldn't mind a game like a mobile game making it that big, but not that game. It's not that good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting game and a good way to waste time, but you know, it's not a game that I would bother paying any sort of money for. It's not worth it to me. Even though I probably logged a, a fair number of hours into it, maybe even some more hours than some uh, games that I've paid full sixty dollars for. It, but it's not a game that I would. Bother? You know, I would even consider spending a dollar on. If they, you know, you came to me and said, "Hey, you want to keep playing that game? You got to give me a dollar." I'd say, "Nope." <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I find funny though? Like everyone, they pay so much money for all these other stuff. Then you go to like a microtransaction, ninety nine cents. Like, fuck oh, that! I'm not paying ninety nine cents. If 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 an iPhone game or something is more than three dollars, it might as well be a million dollars. 
Yeah. Oh, if it, if it's more than ninety eight cents, it might as well be a million dollars. <laughs> well, see, I don't mind paying like that. Ninety nine cents is a pretty good barrier. But if something's two dollars, then it gets a bit iffy. Three dollars, I'm like, well, this game really better be good. Four dollars, fuck that. Not there's a uh, there's a game on the Android market called Spectral Souls. It's fourteen ninety nine. Wow. <laughs> it's apparently it's actually a port of the PSP game. Well, there's like there's Square <laughs> games. Like Square puts their games on. They port their games for. Uh, $10 sometimes, yeah, $10, like, uh, dollars mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a Crystal Defenders, that tower defense game. Yeah. Yeah, that one's like a full price game. All right, yeah, moving on. That's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous in my, you know, like the pricing. I mean, uh, you know, you hear all these uh, glory stories about uh, these individual games making it huge and making, you know, billions of dollars. Um, but the problem I think that you find there is, yeah, that's just like a drop in the bucket in any given day. If you look at the, how many uh, games are being released on the iPhone, Android, iOS, you know, you name the the system that you know, and how very few actually are downloaded, along with the you know the amount of piracy that is on Android phones and uh, jailbroken iPhones. I mean, I would be surprised if you know even half of these uh, companies. We're making, you know, breaking even on their development costs, let alone making any money. Yeah, yeah, you kind of wonder how much money they actually make a lot of this smaller game and stuff like that. Well, I, I mean, you can't, you can't see their development costs being that high, to be honest. Yeah, at the same time, yeah. Like, really, it's probably like two or three people working on these games, right? That's exactly yeah. my In point. In their mom's though. basement. Pretty much. Like, exactly uh, Did you guys ever play Game Dev Story? I've yeah. heard of it. I haven't uh, played. You know, I was, would be interested in playing it, but it's it costs money, so I, I'm going to walk I, away. I actually oh. bought that. I bought that. I actually I spent three bucks on that. Yeah, it's a too. great game. Oh yeah, I put a lot of hours in that game. I, I play that game during class. Literally, like for <laughs> for the price for the price of a coffee, I think that was like over 20, 20 hours into that game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, actually, they, I just saw today they have a sequel or not a sequel, but like a new game coming out where you create your own spa. Spa dev story. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but you can create your own, like, uh, I don't know, spa slash relaxation center. It's happy, a weird term. Is it like a ha- happy ending spa? Or? <laughs> Could be. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool if they actually stuck that, that would in. That would actually be pretty cool. <laughs> All right. It just pulls up a video of a porno at the end of the game. Yeah. Congratulations. Here's your happy ending. Congratulations. Hope you're not in the bus. No one's looking over your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Coming right. to iPad only. <laughs> Next uh, topic, next uh, story here. It's actually not game related, but I think it's kind of awesome. ICANN approves .triplex top level domains. So, uh, you know how you have .com, .ca, .uk, and stuff like that? .triplex is actually going to be uh, <laughs> soon. Nice. Are they finally, uh, they're finally doing that, eh? Yep. I'll be yeah. interesting how, uh, how quickly those, you know, that becomes like the red light, di- red light district on the internet. Actually, a lot of apparently a lot of the industry is not wanting it because they don't want to be uh, pretty much painted as dot triple X. <laughs> well, yeah, because they, they, they don't want to be discriminated against, pretty much. Wow, but that's, that's what they are. That just exactly. makes sense. That's what the, that's what they'll tell you. But I mean, they, what they don't want is that you know they get all the this extra hits from the person that's searching for you know Conan the Barbarian and you know types in uh, Conan uh, you know I don't know. Uh, of the barbarian, or something like that. you know, just one letter <laughs> or one. Type in yeah. of the barbarian. 
<laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, just uh, uh, a mistype of one word or even a letter can take you to, you know, a, a porn site. Yeah. Or pretty much do a search for any woman's name. The internet is a wash of porno. <laughs> Lots of porn. Lots. Yeah, like, you know, the, there's going to be, like, you know, the Barbie website, for example. Like, you know, little kid searching for, you know, the, their favorite uh, Mattel toy, looking for, for a Barbie, you know, and it could pull up some really uh, questionable content for that age. I actually always wanted to check that. Actually, you Google Barbie, the whole front page of Google is just actually Barbie. <laughs> that was safe search off? Uh, well, safe search is always on, right? It's it <clears throat> defaulted as on. Yeah, so... I mean, then you'll, you won't, you know, go If Google safe will, search is off. <laughs> if safe, I don't know how to turn it off even. <laughs> it's under preferences. You're a preference. <laughs> wah, wah. All right. Uh, anyone else got any more news? Anything you guys want to talk about? Uh, well, you know, the, uh, for those who <coughs> are, have been following it, uh, the, the GeoHots uh, down in the States there and the Sony going hardcore after him uh, he's recently the sony has won an, a law decision to open up wide his paypal accounts so anyone who's ever donated to him uh since january 1st 2009 um can now sony can pull that information and find out who you are essentially they're looking for information to prove that uh, the there were people in California that donated to George Hot so that they can haul him over uh, for, and charge him in California rather than in uh, New Jersey. I think it is where he's at. Oops. Yeah. Well, like apparently the trial was actually held over because they wasn't sure who had jurisdiction, which is like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, somewhere down in the state. Stupid. But anyways, yeah. So I, I think can't, George- I can't believe it's taking this long for him to finish this thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think that uh, his uh, request for help on the legal defense has just suddenly dried up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, we were going to talk about GDC this week. Anyone actually look up any articles or anything you want to talk about? Uh, um, <laughs> GDC was kind of... Uh, it was kind of a blasé. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the most part, it's just a lot of... Uh, speeches about the actual industry and stuff like that, about development and stuff like that, so it's not really relevant to us that much. But, Battlefield uh, 3 looks awesome. Yeah, Battlefield 3 looks really good. Um, apparently, Batman Arkham City, you know how when there's sequels, you get the beginning of the sequel, you lose all your equipment? Yeah. Yeah, apparently that's not happening in Arkham City, which is actually Yeah, that's what I heard too. He comes like fully equipped with all his gears and even more, and more stuff to boot. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, at the same time though, it's, it's like okay, well, what am I working forward to now? There's like no leveling up or anything like that. I'm not gaining new abilities. It it's kind of weird because a lot of games, like the only reason why you keep playing is because you want the next weapon, you want the next level or whatever, right? If they start you off at max level, then what? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't sure. be surprised if they'll have all sorts of extra hidden goodies and tricks up the up their sleeves. Yeah, I'm sure that. there's some way they'll figure it out. Like yeah. Like I think those guys are going to make a good game. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's going to be a good game. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they they deck you out with all the stuff from the uh, from the first one, but then they find ways of adding extra little trinkets or making the tools that you became so accustomed to using before not as uh, useful and then throwing twists into it in that regard with the upgrades or such like that. Yes, yes. 
Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Darkness Two, Errol, you excited for Darkness Two? They apparently. I am. Yeah. I am because it's the um. Actually, didn't I post an uh, one of the last podcasts I was on? I posted an article about how the guy who did the the voice of the Darkness is back, and he's he's actually he's like um he's a musician or something. Yeah, he he's from that uh, <coughs> epic. Uh, oh um yeah, Faith No More. He's a singer for Faith Mo- Faith, Faith No More. Oh no, yeah, sorry. The song was epic. Epic, like, really shitty song. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, if you know the song that I'm talking about, it's really, really bad. It's old school. It, it was the it was the the Godfather the, or the grandfather of like of rap metal essentially. Rap metal or rap yeah, rock, apparently. you know. Apparently, the opening uh, opening scene to that, which has been uh, being talked about by people from GDC, is incredibly gory. Uh, you know, it I'm not surprised. Out, it's the darkness. Well, you start out. Apparently, it starts out with uh, <coughs> the main character was named Jimmy. No, or, um, um, Johnny. It was a J, wasn't it? it Jackie. Was, yeah, it was a, yeah, Jackie Estacado. Jackie. Yep. You know, he's walking into like a restaurant and, you know, it's like, you know, hey, Jackie, come over here, sit down. You know, you go sit down, you got like the two blonde, like uh, the two bimbos uh, on either side of you. And, you know, it opens, that's the way it opens up. And you're apparently in, you're in full control, at least looking around. And then um, one of the girls gets her head blown apart with the, like a bullet flies through her, through her, her head is blown apart, you know, blood and guts all over the, the, the front, se- the front scene over yourself and all over the table. Then a car comes barreling through, crushes you, and you know, you know, it's just like blood and guts everywhere. And you're basically dragged away, uh, and then you get crucified. And nice. it, you know, uh, this by and it's about some guy that's trying to pull the darkness out of you for his own for his own uh, for his own okay. use, and then so flashes back to like two weeks ago and how <laughs> this, this came about. This, okay, so they're trying to follow along the lines, of basically trying to follow along the lines of more towards the comics, like the the um, the Darkness Origins comics. Yeah, yeah, they're they're planning on going back to uh, back to that, from what I've heard. Nice. Um, yeah, like, and apparently, like, after you get off of the crucifix, you know, you end up, you know, taking your your hand, which still has the nail in it, and driving it through a guy's face. Ha. <laughs> Um, so I mean, it, from what I, from everything I've heard, it's very uh, graphic. I mean, which is yeah. something that uh, it well, gets the first game there quite heavily. Oh yeah. So so they're okay. They're going to more towards the um, the actual the source con- the sourced material. I'm actually intrigued because um, there was a lot of things that they had planned to put into the into the first game. Like at one point, they think that I remember saying um, there's a. Um, like an underwater area that they wanted to bring in, and they were going to actually implement uh, Angelus, which is one of the uh, the the characters from the um, or the, I guess yeah faction sort of from the comics. But they just couldn't figure a way to you know, make it work by implementing it and stick with the with the storyline that they had thought up. So that should be uh, should be pretty interesting. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Mirror's Edge Two is apparently still in the cards. Thanks, Christmas. Yes. Uh, yeah, I well, want to see a sequel to that so bad. Yeah, apparently uh, Dice might be doing something with that. Dice and EA. So, yeah, so it's, it's not... Uh, it's well, not Dice did the, fir- did the first Mirror Edge. Did yeah. Edge, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. I'm not 100% sure on that, but apparently yeah, Dice is... Yeah. 
Yeah, and they've you know well Dice has been so busy with uh, Battlefield, the Battlefield series these days. I mean, it's no no wonder that uh, you know they haven't been able to put any time towards it, towards creating a Mirror's Edge sequel. Yeah, and see what else here. Uh, that's pretty well it that I found out. It's kind of interesting about GDC. Uh, something Zelda related is coming up. That's not a big yeah, surprise. Skyward yeah. Sword. Oh, Ocarina Time 3DS because we don't have like 50 versions of that game ready. I didn't <laughs> like that one. You know, there's so many people that scream, "Oh, this is the you know one of the I don't the I gen- in general. I think Zelda is pretty fucking boring. Blasphemy! <laughs> Link to the Past is one of the greatest games ever. Back when it was on the Super Nintendo, but people were like, Link to the Past is the best game ever. Yeah, Link to the Past <laughs> was a fabulous game, and I think that's where, you know, ever since then, it's gone downhill. <laughs> oh, I yeah, mean, it, it, it went, like, it went downhill, like, fucking Danny Bonaducci's career. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, the, the, there was, there have been a few, like, a very, very <laughs> few gems in the rough uh, of the Zeldas. I mean, like, Four Swords? Uh, four swords, yeah, four swords uh, since uh, then, and um, uh, Zelda, uh, sorry, uh, Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap that came out on the GBA. Uh, that was a decent one, but I mean, like the the Wind Waker, the uh, Spirit Tracks, the Phantom Hourglass. So basically, all of like the actual like what they consider next gen system versions. Uh, well, it's it's the same game every single time, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I Le- honestly, Link to Pass is the only one that I've ever played, so... Like, literally, it's the same game. You start off a sword, then eventually you get a boomerang, and eventually you get the bomb. <laughs> and the hookshot. And the, the hookshot, then eventually you get hearts, and you get more the health. Power glove. And every single time, it's exactly the same game, just with a different layer of coat on it, or paint on it, and that's it. And people yeah. just want these games. Well, I think it's the whole aspect of what they used to be. They they were such a great adventure game where it was, you know, unique items and you know opening up different areas in an almost and it an open wasn't world necess- sandbox necessarily. World. Yeah, you didn't necessarily have to do like with Link to the Past. Once you got to the Dark World, once you got past that first castle, you know, didn't necessarily have to do it in the order of like the crystals. You could go potentially in whichever order you like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there and were certain. Conditions were to get some, to get to some areas you had to have certain items. So you know, but for the most part, you had free reign. And I think that was one of the big, like what everybody's uh, <coughs> reminiscing about. I mean, like the the last one on the Wii uh, was that uh, Twilight Princess. That was garbage. I mean, I've completed every Zelda game that I've played to full completion, all twenty hearts, all collectibles, all that bullshit, and. That that was one. That was like the second one that I just you know I walked away from because it was like ah I'm done I don't care. The the one prior to that was uh, Wind Waker. That was a horrible game as well. I hated the art style in that. That was just god awful. Uh, Super Mario 3DS reveals. Anyone not see that one coming? No. The last <laughs> good Mario game was Super, was Mario RPG. That was the last new, good. What about New Super Mario Brothers? No, he never played it. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's a good game. See, yeah, Nintendo I, was went completely downhill after the Super Nintendo. I I wouldn't disagree, but I still think New, new Super Mario Brothers on the first DS uh, really good. Yeah, yeah, or. Yeah, 
uh, Super Mario 64 on the N64. That was okay. That was, you know, it, you know, looking back on it, it doesn't seem like much, but at the time, it was a revolutionary way of uh, approaching the game, like being, Mario being in three-dimensional dimensions. Mm. Apparently, uh, they wanted to put it in, like, you know, the traditional breaking the blocks, like by jumping up underneath them and getting <coughs> points, but they couldn't, they took it out because of the depth perception on it was such that they couldn't line it up properly and they found a lot in play tests that they were having a lot of problems, like players were having a lot of problems hitting the blocks correctly or knowing where they were. Which is kind of interesting. You know, it's something that they apparently they're remedying in with the 3DS. But Yeah, apparently, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 3D doesn't really work for everyone. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, it'll just add to your death perception problems. Yeah. Uh yeah, Battlefield Three looks it looks freaking nice. It it looks crazy, yeah. Yeah, apparently they've been working on their the engine for that game for like three or four years, something stupid like that. Yeah, I was uh, a big fan of uh, Bad Company too, so I, I don't. Yeah, I've I still got to finish that game. I went through like the first like hour or two, and just haven't had a chance to finish it up yet. Well, the campaign is fun, like yeah, it, and it's fun because I just love the characters; they're hilarious, but. Uh, it's the multiplayer that really draws me in, and like I love that multiplayer more than any Call of Duty or any Halo or anything like that. It's just it really rewards teamwork, and I really wish a lot, yeah. of, a lot more of my friends played that game because yeah, I have a guy that I work with. He pretty much I come into work, he's like, oh man, I was playing Bad Company two last night, like every single day. <laughs> and he just goes on about it. I mean, it seems pretty sweet, like you know he. Apparently enjoys it. I don't know. I'm not much it's, doing for online shooters, so do you have that? Well, on, uh, it doesn't have that like kind of instant gratification that Call of Duty does. That like you will you will kill someone like right away. There you go, a hundred points, right? Because it takes a little while to get into it for you to get your like kind of unlocks that kind of that help you to actually be a, a I guess effective team member. Mm-hmm. So you can throw down med kits, you can throw down ammo boxes, you can revive people, uh, you can throw down motion detectors, that kind of stuff to help out your team. Um, but once you're able to get that stuff, like, and you are actually helping out your team, it's, it's a really solid game because everybody has a role to play. So, um, I mean, that's what I like about it. So do you, do you still play that? Is there still a big community going on with that or what? Uh, there is a, uh, there are a lot of people that still play it. Actually, surprisingly, my dramatic production teacher added me on Xbox live and he, every time I go on Xbox live, he's there playing the Vietnam expansion. Oh yeah. yeah that's pretty Literally. Cool. And one time I sent him a message saying, why aren't you marking our assignments? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's pretty much all the GDC stuff that I found. It was kind of interesting. Anyone else find anything else other than that? Um, uh, like I said before, I think this year's GDC was a lot more... Well, well like G- GDC, it, 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 it is supposed to be, yeah, it's supposed to be more industry-based, really. Yeah, because I mean, I, I think a, a lot of the past years has been a lot more announcement heavy, and you know, in a, like new concept, new game announcement heavy. <sighs> this year, it's been more about you know the problems that the industry is facing, or uh, different things that they're going through, like you know, different challenges, like with the f- social networking and uh, Facebook and the, and the like. Yeah, well, like though, like the, at this point, they've got it really figure out which way the industry is going to be heading, right? So that's probably why they're having a lot more of those talks. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Mass Effect 3 deal, or Mass Effect 2 DLC. 
Oh, Ooh. didn't see that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, March, March 29th, yeah. Yeah, uh, The Arrival. It's apparently the last uh, Mass Effect DLC. Yeah, it's supposed, to, it's supposed to kind of bridge uh, the two gap to three. Two to three, yeah, basically. So. Uh, when when did you say it was coming out? March 29th. Okay. It'll be $7. How yeah, many Xbox probably, points? I th- I think, or a friend of mine, he gave me an exact number. I think it was like 560. I'm not sure. Okay, that sounds, yeah, that's... It's pretty reasonable for a DLC, actually. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking up an article here. Uh, it's not GDC, really, but Square Enix canceled Xbox 360 exclusive game Gun Loco. Has Square Enix actually made anything good lately? <laughs> um... um. They screwed up uh, Supreme Commander. They yeah. had rights to Supreme Commander? They yeah, made they, Supreme Commander. Did they? Yeah, they, they own the rights and they made Supreme Commander. They they own the rights to Hitman. That that worries me. Oh yeah, Enix. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because they you bought know. Eidos. Yep. Well, well man, I'm just I'm just holding hope beyond hope that they don't fuck up Deus Ex. That's that's my only that's my only concern with 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 Squexidos right now. Oh, you mean Deus Ex? Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Who says Deuce? Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Deus Ex. I mean, come on. It's Learn Deus your French. It's Latin, actually. You it's Latin. <laughs> like, what? Like, what? <laughs> Steve, where did you find these two? I mean, come on. I thought we were dealing well, with some uh, educated well, bozos. I used to work with Balajo at Staples there for, uh, I think it was like three years ago, something like that. So I guess that's, that's a pretty good indication of my uh, education there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, I still work at Staple. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, sick is like Square Enix. What have they actually made under that logo that's been good in the last while? Uh, Tactics Ogre. Uh, yes, yeah, Tactics Ogre. So, I'm not really that, sure. That, that's more of a port, though, because it's, yeah, it's, yeah, or it's like a <laughs> the original, right? I mean, yeah, like the, yeah, I mean, yeah. I would agree with you on that. I mean, it's hard to say. They they haven't really come up with anything monumental or great from what I've seen. I mean, they kind of watched uh, the the release on Front Mission. So yeah, Front Mission was a tad disappointing. Yeah, it wasn't bad. No, it, was, it wasn't bad. Well, the voice acting was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. they they released uh, they published Just Cause Two. Oh, well, there you uh, go. That was published, a yeah, published versus developed, though. Yeah, we oh, yeah. developed. Okay, well, yeah, I don't know. Okay, like, uh, Final Fantasy, Final... I, I didn't really like that game. I got like three hours and I was like, yeah, I'm not playing this. I, I don't even 13? have it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't even have it. I may pick it up eventually, maybe. I, I enjoyed 13 a lot, um, but I mean, I think that they, they really turned off a lot of people by continuing the ter- tutorial in t- uh, up to 10 hours in. Yeah, I agree. That they really kind of botched that. Uh, it you know, at, at an hour, hour eleven, it gets really good, guys. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, if you you can stick with it that long and get to the point where it opens up, it becomes a great you know it, it really pays off in, in spades. But uh, getting to that point is almost you know aggravating. mind numbing. Yes, mind numbingly droll. Um, All right. Uh, anything else? Anyone else want to talk about tonight? Uh, anyone read any good comics? Uh, I've been reading Fantastic Four is no more. Yeah, yeah. Wait, who did, who did they kill off? Uh, Johnny Storm. 
What? Yep. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Crazy. <laughs> oh, I was talking to you about uh, Fables the other day, right? Yeah, yeah. Fables. Or the other t- when we were talking last time, I finished it or finished as much as they've gotten done so far. Yeah, you. Uh, I I've been waiting for the book, so I haven't really caught up. It being completely caught up yet. I'm somewhere near the beginning of uh, Mister Dark right now. Uh, I liked it. Uh, it's yeah. pretty good. Did you read any of the uh, spinoffs or anything like that? Um, I started one of the spinoffs. I haven't really gotten into it yet, though. Which one? Uh, the the one about Snow White. Uh, the Thousand One Nights of uh, Snowfall. That one. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a pretty good one. Uh, let's see what else here. Uh, Fantastic Forest. No more, I guess. Uh, there's a new Venom apparently now. Yeah, I actually picked that up. Um, it's uh, the first issue. Uh, it's it's really decent. I mean, it, I'm not really sure how it connects in with the the previous uh, like Venom history, but it's an entirely different character. Um, it's uh, based around a war vet who actually Thompson. lost his legs. Um, and uh, so far, I mean, it, the story is shaping up really nicely. Um, well, like hysterical. like looking at the story though, like. Just as a basic summary, Flash Thompson actually becomes a new Venom, and the thing is, you can kind of tell what's going to happen. They have like a time limit of 72 hours or something like that, where he's yep. actually allowed to be in the suit so it doesn't bond with him, and you can, you can tell what's going to happen. He's going to get like addicted to the power because he lost his legs and he gets his legs back, and eventually he's probably going to have to fight Spider-Man or something like that, and it's kind of predictable what's going to happen. Well, that's the thing. Have you read the, the episode yet? The yeah. Issue? Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't see it so much as he was getting addicted to it. It was more about uh, the anger and the rage that uh, triggered it, and he lost control. The symbiote actually started taking control over him. Well, like, no, not towards the end there. There's a scene where he's like, uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. I'll see you later, partner. It's like, well, he's not really talking to the people that are, that are his handlers, and he's talking to the symbiote itself, right? Because he's going to want his legs back all the time. That's right, yeah, and then uh, he was like, you know, there was that scene at where the Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, um, he's in a wheelchair, and it's held in a church with no, no wheelchair ramp, and uh, across the street is a bar with ha- a big happy hour going on with a, a wheelchair ramp right there. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like something uh, where they want you, to, they'll, they'll, make, they'll give you, you know, the, uh, the means to get there or something like that. It's the last statement. I think it has promise. Yeah, as promised. It, I would. I don't know if it's going to be really good for like a whole long running series, but yeah, maybe yeah. a mini series, mini series, something like that. I'm pretty sure that she they're planning out a full series on it, though. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, I've actually been reading the mini mini series Carnage, um, which is fairly decent. Uh, they're into their third episode, third issue right now. The fourth one's coming out next month, and it's uh, it's quite decent. Um, makes it. For those who don't know, uh, Carnage was a spin-off from Venom, uh, and then Carnage was actually killed uh, when he was taken into space and literally ripped in half. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure the, the symbiote still exists, but uh, Cass, Cassidy, I think his name was? Yeah, the serial Cassidy. Yeah, he's dead. Um, yeah. No. No? Not, uh, well, come, in Carnage, he, he is back alive, this, and... Uh, uh, they they explain it how he how he survived and the the, the symbiote and uh, Cassidy were left in deep sp- in in space in orbit essentially okay uh, r- literally ripped in half and the uh, the I won't 
go on with the the series there, but it is so far it's really in, intriguing. It uh, bases around uh, Spider Man and um, Tony Stark, Iron Man, so far. Okay. Um, and it's like I say it's uh, I'm on the third if third of five, three of five, and uh, it's quite decent. All right. Um, I've also been reading. Uh, I read the the compilation um, of Deadpool Head Trip, uh, which basically. It focuses a lot on um, the. If you followed the Marvel Zombies series at all, uh, at the end of Marvel Zombies Four, I believe it is, um, Deadpool's zombie head is set adrift on a dinghy, and it actually picks up with picks up with that uh, and links in with the zombie head back into the world with Deadpool, and then that actually leads into the series of Deadpool uh, Corpse. Like a, like C O R P S, which is another series that has come up, which I found quite surprising that it linked into. Um, and on the topic of the Marvel Zombies uh, series, something I found out just recently is uh, they, there's the next um, chapter in the Marvel Zombies series after Marvel Zombies Five, uh, Marvel Zombies Supreme. I haven't had a chance to read any of it yet, but uh, episode two, or issue two rather just came out uh, this week, so I plan to pick those up and give them a read. Alright, uh, anything else, guys? Mm, that's all I can no, not can I think of. No. Alright. Oh, uh, did anyone see the new trailer for the Fast and the Furious movie? I did not, but I want to see it right now. Did, did, there's a new Fast and Furious movie coming out? What, you didn't know this? Fast it's, no. got, yeah. it's got the rock in it. Fast <laughs> 5. Is it Fast yeah. 5? Right, yeah, I did... Yeah, <laughs> Plus, I don't know. I got so much. I got so much shit going on these days. Um, but yeah, Fast yeah. Five trailer. It looks awesome. It where, looks where, do awesome. I, where do I find this trailer? Google. Fast Five is only giving December stuff. Uh, I, I think the new one was on IMDb. All right, let me pull this up really quick here. Everyone, pull it up. Watch it right now, and we'll. Uh, We'll talk about Fast Five because Fast Five is going to be awesome. <laughs> Let me see if I can. Oh, fine. I'll try and find the trailer. Fast I'm five. on uh, the official trailer, and it's like uh, there's like a behind the scenes thing with Vin Diesel, and they're down in Rio, and he's talking to people. They have like cameras going, and okay, yeah, just go fast and Fast Five new. It's got to be that one. It's in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've seen this trailer. It's it's in Rio. You're in Rio. Remember, guys, don't let <laughs> get never in cars. ever let them get in cars. So I see you've all met. So what's this all about, though? Yeah, man, why'd you drag us halfway around the world? Because we got a job. We got a job. This is the awesome part of the podcast. Oh, right, yeah, it's The Rock. He's a, he's a cop or a marshal or some shit like that. Something like that. And they brought in every character from the previous movies. I am down. Yeah. <laughs> Including Han? He's alive. This is a prequel. Well, well, it, yeah, because I guess 
Tokyo Drift must happen after everything. Yeah, it happens after everything. So that, that poor kid that was in Tokyo Drift would never get to be in a Fast and Furious movie. Exactly, um, I think that's for the best though. Let them get into cars. What? No bow wow? No! She got ludicrous to the very top. True, we do get we do have ludicrous. You gotta keep running now. Running in. And uh Jordana Brewster. You're going down, Toretto. Big mistake. It's beyond furious. This just went from mission impossible to mission and freaking sanity. Oh man, this is that. Oh sweet, there's a car with a gatling gun on it. <laughs> Doesn't change a thing. Oh, you've got to be shitting me! They have like their two two sports cars are towing a bank vault. Seriously, they're towing a bank vault and using it as like a a battery ram. Like they're swaying left and right to smash cop cars that are driven That's um, that's ballsy to say the least. Just drove a car over a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the fast five trailer. Oh, I want to see that in IMAX. Yes! yes definitely. IMAX 3D! Oh, it's not 3D, though. Oh, God. Thank God. Oh, oh God. God. It's, it's just straight <laughs> IMAX. No, that was... No, that's 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 a, that's a godsend. That's so like you know. No, you don't want that crap in 3D. Oh, you also, want a 3D um, car chase, man. Maybe. No, you <laughs> don't. No, you don't. That's the thing. You don't want that in 3D. Yeah, that's, I mean, that movie already has like so much shit going on on screen. Like you wouldn't want it in 3D. You're all weak. <laughs> Uh, so, what'd you guys think of uh, Shane Black being tasked to direct Iron Man three? Who? Uh, he, <laughs> he directed. Have you ever seen uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Oh, I love that movie. That movie's freaking awesome. That was the only movie he's ever directed. Yeah, well, Tom Ford has only ever directed a single man, and that was nominated for Oscars. So, well, no, I, I'm not saying it's bad. I I think this guy's awesome. He created the Lethal Weapon series. Uh, he rewrote Last Action Hero. That's an awesome movie. Like he's been a writer in Hollywood for a long time, <laughs> and he directed uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is one of my favorite movies of the last decade. I think he'd be great for uh, Iron Man Three. I yeah, think probably, uh, if yeah, he can yeah. do it justice, I mean, all the more power to it. That's <laughs> one thing that I'm worried about the Iron Man series is that it's going to take the downfall of so many. Uh, Sp- you mean Spider Man? It's going to follow the Spider. <laughs> the Spider. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, House to Pie. <laughs> Sorry? (laughs) So good. (laughs) The problem with Iron Man 2 was that they, like, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate, but I'm guessing that it was because, like, so much of that Avengers shit was shoehorned into the movie, and it's, the movie didn't turn out good because of it, and, like, I wasn't a fan of how much they kept trying to force that Avengers, the storyline of the Avengers. Yeah, the whole Avengers shield thing in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Marvel will ease up on on this guy and let him just direct the movie. It'll well, be interesting to see what they do in that regard. I mean, they almost well, they kind of gave a, a bit of an out as well with the Avengers thing, saying that you know you're not recommended for it. 
So they almost, it's, you know, it's almost a guarantee that's going to happen that he's going to be in the Adventures movie. Well, but at the same time, there could be. An but they movie. said, because no, they said that you're going to bring you on as on a consultant basis. You know, you're the not going to be. The thing is, if, if they don't put the big three into Avengers, people are going to get pissed off. There's no Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. People are going to get pissed off. Yeah. Well, I could give two shits about Thor. <laughs> <laughs> that movie looks like such utter holy shit. What do you think about that, Errol? I think I'm gonna murder his entire family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I'll kill my I'm sorry if I offended you. Anyone seen uh, Battle Los Angeles yet? No, no, no not yet. No. Not yet. I did. I want to go Paul, see that. I wanna see Limus- How, How's Paul? That looks awesome. Uh, yeah, we got, like, uh, City TV is trying to, like, convince us to come work for them, so they gave us free tickets to go see it. It was nice. pretty good. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's, there's, it, it became a game, actually, just to catch, like, how many of the nerd references you would catch throughout the movie. Apparently there's a ton of them in that movie. Yeah, like, there's one point where they go into, like, a biker bar, and it's playing the uh, cantina theme from Star Wars on, like, <laughs> banjos and stuff. It's amazing. Well, the, I mean, uh, what I don't know the guy's name, but I mean, he's been in Shaun of the Dead, uh, Hot Simon Dog. Pegg, and Nick Frost. Simon yeah, Pegg, those Nick guys. Frost. I mean, I love everything that they've done. They, I mean, they, the the movies that they've uh, pulled off are just absolutely like, total gold. In my the opinion. only difference between this one and Shaun of the Dead and and Hot Fuzz is that their other like co-writing person was well, it's involved. not. It's not Edgar like Edgar Wright is the guy who directed both of those movies, but he's not yeah. involved with this at all. It's just the two cast members, but it's still, it's really, like, it's not as good as Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, but it is funny. Like, it's worth watching, I think. Mm-hmm. It's <coughs> definitely one that I want to check out. Anyone seen any movies at all? Well, I'm in the middle of uh, uh, watching um, Faster right now until you guys rudely interrupted me. Oh, that movie is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He just walks into a building, walks around, finds the guy, shoots him in the face, and then walks out. It's There's okay. You said about something like that. Like I like The Rock, and I think he has like a kind of a natural charisma, and that like he like they a person if they got him in his in a movie with him, like they should use that and and you know play him off somebody like they did in in so many other movies with him. But in that movie, he has like 10 total lines in the entire movie. <laughs> he does not talk. He barely talks at all. That's no, he, like, uh, he talks with first... his revolver. Literally, yeah, like that's all he does. Uh, he just like, he walks up to somebody. He doesn't even say a word. He just shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds like, uh, reminds me of the script of, uh, what was it, Kurt Russell's uh, movie, Soldier. Yeah, he said, he has, yeah, he I said think he has 11 lines in it in total. Yeah, but it's... He's a man of few words, but many <laughs> actions. I don't think I've ever seen Soldier. It was actually pretty good. I think it's on uh, Netflix, uh, I think actually. That, is it? Oh, I should I check it out. Maybe, I'm not sure. I thought it was. I thought not, I saw it before. That has nothing to do with Universal Soldier, right? No, no, no. no, no completely, no. Different, no. completely okay. different. Although Universal Soldier 2 is on there, The Return. Nice. <laughs> with uh, Goldberg. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, got, do you ever see the trailer of this movie, Beastly? It's like the remake of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Where the Beastly so, guy is just a really jacked dude with badass tattoos. Yeah, he's got like I, I don't really tattoos understand. or some shit. Yeah, I don't really understand what the whole, um, you know, oh, it's a, 
like a horrid looking guy or anything like that. He's like, you know, he's, he's super, he's totally he's, jacked. He's up. completely like, he's jacked. Got, he has like these crazy badass tattoos. What's so bad about that? Yeah, I think he's got a scar too. And it's like, you know, you know, as many, you know, uh, preteen high school movies will tell you, you know, scars and tattoos are the ultimate hotness. And Chicks big scars, man. Yeah. I think this is something scars. that was like never considered in the original fable of Beauty and the Beast, but you will always find someone who is into what you're offering in this, <laughs> in, this in, in this world. Okay. So I, I don't know that that, that that is very true. Case in point, I don't know if any of you um I, I'm I'm assuming you guys have all played New Vegas or you've gone part way into it. Yeah. You know yep. uh, at the uh, the Atomic Wrangler Casino. The yeah. one guy who wants you to, f- he gets you to f- go out and find the um, the new escorts to work for him. So there's oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the ghoul cowboy, the school <laughs> yeah. talker, and then yeah. Fisto, the sex bot. The sex bot, yeah, you have to find the parts for the sex bot. Well, not even the parts, you just go to the, um, you go oh, to the right. robotics factory, and then you just reprogram a security bot as a sex bot. Nice. Its name is Fisto. I'll let your mind wander with that one. <laughs> Yeah, I can right. see the, the, the rewrite of uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, you know, coming down. No, no, no. Let the last pedal fall. I like it. you better this way. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be a good twist on that movie. All right. Uh, anything else you got to talk about? <coughs> I think I'm good. All right. I've just got two quick things to go through here. Uh, Marvel Madness is actually taking place in Calgary this weekend. Uh, it's just uh, Street Fighter Marvel's uh, Capcom 3 tournament doing singles and teams. Uh, Saturday, March 19th, March 20th. Uh, yeah, so if you're in Alberta and you play games and you want to get into the community there, yeah, that's happening. It's Calgary. Yeah, it's Calgary. <laughs> I was planning, I would. I just heard about it like two days ago. I want to go, but I've got a shit ton of stuff to do here at home. But yeah, and also the whole Japanese typhoon thing going on. Um, Broken Tier, they make a lot of uh, merchandise, uh, t-shirts and stuff like that for video games. They're actually having a. They made it's a, a, it's a tsunami, earthquake, tsunami, tsunami earthquake, not a typhoon. Tsunami. Hey man, I I survived the typhoon. I went for Yakiniku in a typhoon. It was pretty sweet. Okay, but uh, yeah, Broken Tear, they've done a shirt. It's 25 bucks. All the proceeds actually go directly to, uh, to the relief funds. Uh, yeah, so I'll post a link for that on the thing. And uh, yeah, anything you, uh, you guys want to plug? Uh, well, I just want to say, say about the Japan thing. It's, you know, the, the, the goes from bad to worse for them. I mean, they get the earthquake to start off with. That triggers a tsunami, which wipes out Sendai, and then not a few days later, a volcano starts erupting in, in southern Japan. I mean, it's just, you know, one thing after another. And then, oh, and to top it all off, they're facing uh, the, a potential nuclear meltdown. Okay, uh, on the nuclear meltdown subject, I... Yeah, I've my my friend Chris, who's in Tokyo. Like the the Western media is kind of over. Yeah, it's like, it's it's been way overblown. Yeah, it is. Been, I mean, and also, you know, I mean, because Western media, they're all based around fear. It's oh, all of course, and that's what oh, yeah, it's just a bunch of fear mongers, really. But I and mean, I, like what I you know what I think is you know <laughs> just flip off of that is the the. The way that the Japanese people are handling it is is such a model of civility and order 
I mean, there's no oh, yes. rampages, you know, uh, at the local store or gasoline station. Everybody <laughs> no is, food riots. Yeah, there's no food riots or supply riots. You know, people are, like, uh, there's game companies uh, that down there that are basically saying, you know, we have space in our offices for 40 people. We're opening our doors. People come and stay here because, you know, it's, it's the the sense of community is, they, yeah. I find, overwhelming. Is amazing. They realize that they're all in it together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a quote here from the Globe and Mail that kind of de- um, describes it. Uh, it says, "As one cat- catast- uh, catastrophe piled on top of one another, a very Japanese deference to authority emerged, as well as a national desire to see civility prevail, no matter the circumstances." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just on that note, uh, actually, it just occurred to me that. Uh, Yakuza four, uh, Yakuza Five: The End has been um, indefinitely postponed, as well as uh, Motorstorm uh, Apocalypse uh, indefinitely postponed. Now. They also they canceled. Uh, there was a game that was based off natural disasters. They actually canceled yeah. that game. Uh, disaster, disaster Report Four, Five, or something like that. Uh, yeah, Four or Five. Yeah, I mean it's almost uh, telling. You know, uh, Yakuza Yakuza: The End deals with like uh, the apocalyptic zombie outbreak. Uh, most whoa, whoa, whoa. apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, that's a whoa. wait. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yakuza and zombies. Oh yeah. yeah, didn't you hear about this? No, I didn't. No one tells me shit, bro. Well, we thought you're, you're <laughs> supposed to be our <laughs> resident yakuza for you're, you're yakuza expert here. Uh, I haven't even picked up the fucking game yet. I didn't really. Well, apparently, you didn't even know it came out, and yet you were all you know, your game of the year. Wait for it, yakuza three. It was one of my games, yes. But, of course, I actually had that game in 2010. But regardless of which, yeah, Yakuza, uh, the end, deals with uh, the zombie apocalypse. And uh, Motorstorm <laughs> Apocalypse uh, deals with facing uh, through a, a earthquake-destroyed city, uh, no, which is actually uh, supposed to come out next month and has been delayed indefinitely at this point. That, is, um, you know, that, yeah. I mean, I totally respect why they're, why they're doing it. I mean, the zombie apocalypse, I mean, I can understand if there actually was a zombie apocalypse that just happened. I could, I could, you know, understand, uh, you know, postponing it, but, um, I don't know. It's like the ravaged cities, that kind of stuff, you know, I, I guess, I guess yeah. and the I, imagery, I, right? I, I totally respect why they're, why they're well, doing no, that. I mean, it ultimately it's their prerogative and you know, if that's how, if that's how Sega is going to roll then that's how Sega is going to all the power to them. Yeah. They yeah. need time to bring in those, uh, Yakuza three assets. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap her up for tonight here. Uh, so visit us at 8.5bit.libson.com. Email us at 8.5bit at gmail.com. Um, go to Baljo's Liquor Store in Sherwood Park. <laughs> no, downtown Edmonton. Downtown Edmonton? Is it? Yeah. I a, yeah, I have no idea where it is. Which, uh, <laughs> which, which, uh, which uh, you know, Valley Liquor or something like that? It's, uh, it's called Valley Liquor House. Also, if you go on Facebook and you search for Valley Liquor House and like my store over the next... Four days, uh, fifty cents will go to Japan for every like. And okay. same post, with yeah, I'll post a link same, on that in the show notes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, same with uh, Oodle Noodle. Yeah. If you like Oodle yeah. Noodle, uh, it's a friend of mine. He runs a noodle house on downtown Edmonton. Is that the one on cents. Jasper and like one right by one hundred nine or one twelve? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. where it is. And my store is actually a block from there. So okay. um, yeah, uh, if you go and like his 
business page, uh, he is donating 50 cents for every life as well. So far, they've raised almost uh, $600, I'd say. Right. Yeah, Good on so. them. Good on them. All right. So for 8.5-bit, episode 10 is Stephen Lamb. Uh, Ian Maddie. J.D. Viardo. All right. Arrow Reed and Valshow Body. <laughs> we got one at the same time. That was awkward. Yeah, yeah slightly awkward. All right, I'll uh, talk to you guys later. All, All right, right. Thanks, good night. Bye. Later. I'm not talking to you assholes. Why are you gonna wow. be like? Why are you gonna be like that, man? Hey, I'm in an Xbox live chat with a bunch of retards right now. It's because he's racist. He's brown. That doesn't. You're saying brown people can't be racist? Exactly. <laughs> I specifically put a shirt back on for this podcast. <laughs> this isn't a video podcast. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm not wearing pants. I second yeah. that motion. I'm not wearing. I'm not wearing pants, but I did put a shirt back on. Well, I'm trying to do this podcast. I'm watching faster, and I'm also watching porn at the same time. So it's multitasking. I'm not the greatest. Okay, put your dick away. No, my dick isn't out. I'm just watching porn. It's not like I'm, you know, wanking. <laughs> my dick it. isn't out. No, it's not. It is still in, you know, my clothing. No, it's funny because you had a pause in between. My dick isn't out. (laughs) There wasn't. Get get your ass kicked. On what? Just saying. Yeah. Everything. Are are, are we playing Marvel? Everything. We're playing Uno. Pretty much everything. Are we going to play Marvel? Marvel? Pretty much everything. Marvel? (laughs) I can't guarantee that. (laughs) JD? Marvel? No, because you're cheap.